Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope that this message helps further your walk with Christ. If you would like to know more about our church and other ministries, you may find us on the web at www.sodabaptistchurch.org. Proverbs, trusting. Now here we are, a couple thousands of miles away from our homes, and the storm's coming through. But we have to trust in the Lord that He is going to make sure everything is okay. So today I'll be speaking from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. This morning we only got three areas. One is principle, two is prohibition, and three is going to be the promise. The first one, principle, is found in the first part of verse 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and then in the first part of verse 6, in all ways acknowledge him. What that's saying here is we need to trust in the Lord when it says our whole heart, that means we got to trust in Him with every bit of ounce that we have. The whole entire heart. Give it to Him. Let Him take care of it. Let Him do what He's going to do with it. And then when it says, in, sorry, in all ways acknowledge Him. We must acknowledge Him in the good times and the bad times. Because if we just do the good times, then we're really not trusting Him with our whole heart. Your whole heart means through good, bad, things that we don't know what's going on, things that we don't understand. So, the word trust in the biblical language means to confide, to place hope and confidence in any one person. Today, that one person is Jesus Christ. That is the one who we must confide in, who we must rely on, and who we must put everything on. For he tells us in the Bible... Put all your cares on me. Let me carry your burdens and you carry my yoke. So we must put everything upon him. Give him that full trust. Give him that, no matter what it is, for us, I can use this for an example. When I started doing the call of ministry, I was trusting in God to lead me. I was not sending resumes out, oh, I'm going to send it to this church or this church. No, God called me into ministry, so I just took my resume and I just started sending out. And I said, God, where you want me is where you're going to put me. And ever since that time, I have trusted that he will put me into the church where he wants me to be. So today, when you all, we have a meeting, we talk, you all must do the same thing. You all must put your trust into God that God is going to supply this church with the man that he has already called, he has already anointed to be the youth pastor here. Because God has already done that. He already has that man picked out. The Hebrews thought the heart is the seat of intelligence. Our heart is. Our heart is the main organ in our body. Our heart is what keeps us going. Our heart is what keeps us moving. Our heart tells our brain, puts the blood to our brain so our brain can tell our fingers to move, our legs to move. So when we trust in the Lord with our whole heart, that's exactly what it is. 
is our whole entire heart. 100%. You can't trust in God for your health but not trust in Him for your finances. You can't trust in God for your children but don't trust Him for your job. We must trust in God for everything. But as human beings, we have a hard time doing that. I can tell you here now that I do. I have a hard time trusting God. I'll get in situations where I don't see there's no way of getting out of it. But then know what I do? I do the prohibition part. Where it says in the part five, and lean not unto thine own understanding. We as Christians have a hard time of leaning unto our own understandings. We get in a situation and instead of trusting God, we try to figure it out our own way. And what happens 90% of the time is something that's not that bad, we end up making totally worse. But if that time and that situation, that circumstance that we're having a hard time with, if we just turned it over to God, the outcome would come a lot better, a lot faster. But, God gave us that will to make that choice. Like Brother Wayne said this morning, he puts it out there, his hands are reaching out to us saying, my children, trust me. I got this. I've been through this. I know what I'm doing. I created you. I know you. I know what you can handle, what you can't handle. But if things you can't handle, through me, all things are possible. Right. And he's telling us that. So we need to not lean onto our own understanding. We cannot figure it out. We cannot figure out why God is putting us through a situation. We do not have that intelligence to figure that out. We must just say, okay, God, you got me here. You're going to get me through this. Because he makes that promise in the Bible that he tells us, I will not put you in a circumstance that I will not provide a way out for you. People, if he tells us that, we need to trust that. We need to trust everything that this book tells us. Everything. Amen. Not just, oh, I'm only going to trust the book of Genesis, but I don't really trust what he says in Matthew. No, you trust it all, you don't trust none of it. It's not a half-washed street. We need to trust the whole thing. But, we need to do it in his understanding, not our own. It's not meant for us to understand. It's meant for us to go to him and say, God, please, where is it? Where is it? It's here. The answer is here. What we need to do is here. And if we can do that, if we can trust God with our whole heart, give Him all the praise and glory no matter what happens, and do it not leaning to our own understanding, He has a great promise for us. And that great, marvelous promise is at the end of verse 6 where He says, I will direct your paths. Which means if we trust in Him, and we lean not on our own understandings. He's going to direct our paths. And our paths are going to be straight. A straight shot to the glorious kingdom of heaven. But when we start trying to take control and not trust in him. That's when our road starts to wind. That's when we start hitting forks and dead ends. God doesn't have no dead ends in our path for us. There's no dead ends in the road that God has set out for us. It's a straight shot. But we as Human beings cause ourselves to get speed bumps, to hit dead ends, to hit forks in the road. And then we're stuck. Well, which way do I go? Which way do I go? But if we remain focused and trusting in God, it's a straight path. Straight path.
perfectly path that he has promised for us. What is the promise that God gives to us when we follow the principles and the prohibition that he will make our paths straight? If we can do the first two things, he has promised us that he will make our path straight. You can get in that Bible and you can look at all the promises that God has made that God, when he makes a promise, he keeps his promises. He does not ever give us a promise that he will not fulfill us. He promised back in the Old Testament that I am going to send you a Messiah. I'm going to send you somebody who's going to help you, who's going to care for you, who's going to take care of everything. People didn't believe it, but guess what happened? Jesus was born. The promise was kept. And all the things that prophets prophesied about him being born of a virgin, born in the city of David, all that came true, and still they didn't believe in that promise. People, today we need to believe in the promises. We need to believe in the promises that God has said, especially this one, and especially for today. We need to trust in God, not try to figure out what we want, what our desires are, because our desires are not what God desires. So if we can trust in Him with our whole heart, lean on understanding, and give Him praise for everything that happens, He is going to guide us down the right road, down the path that He has chosen for us. There are a few things that we have to do applications on how God guides us. There are a few ways that God will guide us down a straight path. The first way is through his word. This is God's word. This is not man's word. These are God's words for us. This is what will lead us down a straight path. This is what will lead us through any circumstance, any situation, any problem, any illness, any financial situation that we have, this will lead us to where we're supposed to go. Through his word, he will lead us. Sometimes when I'm talking to my youth group back home, I'll ask a question of something to see if they're listening. And a lot of times they won't know what the answer is, but the reason why is because they're not looking at it. Sometimes we'll ask God, God, why am I in this situation? We're not looking at the answer. The answer is right here. But we must look for the answer. We must look for it. We must go hunting for it. We must search for it. Because it is right here in His Word is where the answers are for anything that we are going through. And that has happened to us. Second one is through His Spirit. When Jesus left the earth, he told his disciples that I am going to send you a comforter. I am not leaving you alone, he's telling them. You are not alone. We today are not alone. We today have Jesus inside of us. We have the comforter. And he is another person that will guide us down the path. I can tell you from experience, if I do something wrong, maybe an hour or two hours later, I get that little turning that little nook in my stomach and I start feeling kind of strange and different. That's, my, that's the Holy Spirit telling me that was not right what you did. That is not what we want. This is not what your Father wants you to do. And because of that, that's when I can stop and look up to my Father and say, God, I'm sorry, I should not have done that. I should not have tried to figure it out on my own. I should have relied on you. And then once I do that, that peace, that calmness, overcomes me and I don't 
toss and turn at night. I don't have rest, restless days. I'm at ease because I know that Jesus has got the wheel for my life and he is driving the car and I am not. That's why I love that song, Jesus Take the Wheel. Because that's exactly it. Take the wheel. Because I can't control it. If I take the wheel, I'm going to crash and burn and burn out. But as long as you got the wheel of my life, I will succeed. I will get to where you want me to get to with no problems. Third one that he'll guide us is through his people. Like I was telling the youth this morning, we are a family. Which means we are to love each other. We are to help each other. We are to guide each other. We need to be there for each other. We need to be there to support each other. We need to stand firm and stand as one together. If a brother stumbles or sister stumbles, it is not our job to run and point it out what he did wrong and run and tell everybody else what he's doing. It's our job to grab that brother and sister, tell them, hey, look, it's going to be okay. God loves you. We love you. It's going to be all right. Do anything. Not just when you're sick. Especially if they're struggling spiritually. If they're going through a spiritual battle. That's when we should be hitting our knees the hardest. And praying for that brother and sister. God, my brother so-and-so, he, he's battling, Lord. Please give me the words to say to him. And sometimes, you know what? All it is is just walking up to somebody and give him that hug Sunday morning. That could change somebody's whole entire day. That or a smile. When I go to the grocery stores, I like always smiling at the cashier or cashier and tell them, how's your day? I'm telling them, great, how is yours? And give them that big smile because you don't know what that person is going through. When Jesus came here, he came to serve other people. That's our job. We need to serve others. And how do you serve others? Is by finding out what they need. What they want. And helping them to the best of your ability. To take care of praying for them. Another way God guides us, and this is one that we always have a hard time with, is through circumstances. Sometimes God will put us in a situation that we're like, God, why am I here? It's a test. Testing our faith. Do we really trust in God? Do we really rely on Him for everything? Circumstances are reasons why you might lose a job and be like, well, God, 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 why did I lose this job? I, I love this job. I, why, why, why did I lose it? Because he has a better job for you now. He has a better job for you. Or if you're applying for a job and you say, man, I really want this job. I want this job. This is a good job. It makes a lot of money, a lot of benefits, good hours. And all of a sudden you don't get it and you're like, but my resume is perfect. I'm, 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 this is the perfect job for me. I'm qualified. I'm, but you know what? It ain't the job that God wants for you. Trust in Him. Relying on Him. God is going to put you where He needs you to be for Him. Could be an illness. I know a lot of times, me, if I start doing too much, I'll get sick. Get a cold or Something will happen, I'm right, I just need to rest. But that's just God telling me, hey, look, you're doing way too much. Slow down. Take it easy. Spend some time with me. Spend, 
You spend too much time over here and over there. Spend some time with me. I need you to spend time with me. Not working 70, 80 hours a week. Yes, great at granted. You're blessing your family. You're taking care of your family like I'm supposed to. But you're ignoring me. I tell my youth group all the time, I can tell when I don't do my Bible studies in the morning if I wake up too late and I forget to do it because I just, I'll feel yucky. I'll have an attitude. Something minor, minute, like that big will get me pissed, mad at work. And I'll stop thinking, why am I getting mad over a box being misplaced that they didn't put back after delivery? It's supposed to go here, but they put it here. Why, why me? Oh. I didn't pray to do my Bible study. I left that little crack for the devil to get in. And he snuck in and he tried to wreck my whole entire day. But I stopped right then and there. And I prayed to God. I said, God, this is your day. Like the song this morning. This is your day. This is the day that you have made. I will rejoice in it always. We need to rejoice in the day every day. That's what it says. Give him knowledge in all things. Give him credit for all things. Rejoice every day. Because he made it. Not us. It's not our day. It's his day. This day that he has made for us. Not the day that we made. And he knows what's best for us. He knows what's right. He knows where we need to be. And I'm telling you, I can tell you from experience, and you'll hear that later on in my testimony, he'll let you run. But one way or another, he'll get you where you need, where he wants you to be. So, in closing, I know I've been talking about this church, if you're not a believer, if you don't know who this Jesus and who this Lord I'm talking about, I pray that today, that you do not walk out them doors without knowing who he is as your personal savior. Because people, we are not guaranteed another minute. We are not guaranteed another minute. Like Brother Wayne said, the gift is like this. All we got to do is walk up and get it. No questions asked. No qualifications. No fat resume. No experience. No, edu- no college degree. No doctor degree. Just come and get the free gift. And I promise you, it will change your life. It will change your life. Where else can you go and get a free gift without having to give anything in return for it? Nowhere. But Jesus does it. He tells you, come to me and I will give you rest. So also today, if you got burdens on your heart, you're struggling with things, trust in the Lord that he'll handle it and then let it go. And let him have it. Don't give it to him to here in this sanctuary and then walk out the doors and grab it and take it back home with you. Because did you really trust him with your whole heart? No. Because if you trust him with your whole heart, you will leave it here at the altar for him to take care of. Don't give it to him and take it back. Please, let him have it. Let him take it. Today, when we had the meeting and we talked, and we said, and it's all done over with. I'm asking you to listen to the Lord for the answers that He has for you. What He wants you to vote. What He wants you to do. 
listen to him because he will direct Soda Baptist Church's path and it will be a straight path. My family's going to do this. My family does we have to do the same thing. We have to listen to what he's saying to us also. So I ask you, when the invitation time comes, if you're not a believer, you don't believe that, please come get that free gift. Please come get it. Take it. Go with it. If you have problems, don't hold on to it no more. Give it to God. If you have a loved one that's sick, give it to, give him to God. Give that person to God. See, God, here it is. Do your will. Because he's already going to do his will anyway. Give, do, do your will, Lord. It's going to hurt. I know you're going to be hurting because it's a loved one. But give it to him. And then continue to pray. And watch what God would do when you give him something. And you totally give him something. 100%. Watch what he does with it. So as Brother Wayne comes up and get ready to close. Let's have a word. Father, as we've heard your word this morning,